This is the Timber and Steel Podcast. Here we take on topics ranging from fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and we make them relevant to regular people just like us. So sit back, relax, and I hope you learn something. Good morning, Jenny. Hello, Clayton. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah. It's Friday. It is Friday. I'm so excited. I don't usually like love Fridays like it's just another day, but mm-hmm. I'm this I'm tired this week and I'm ready for it like I'm for an chill. official Friday. I just kind of feel like I want to chill for a little bit. But. Awesome. So today, what are we talking about today? Uh, how f- do you need to be? Yeah. How how fit is enough? Uh, how fit is oh how fit is enough? Or how fit like yeah both right. both either ways like I'm just different ways of saying the same the same yeah. thing yeah so. What is it? Why are we asking that question? What are we talking? <laughs> you know, when you brought this up, I was like, that's actually a really intriguing question. Yeah. Why? Why did you find that intriguing? Because I think it goes back to the classic coach answer to so many things. It depends. It does depend. Yeah, it definitely depends. Yeah. And there's such a large swing and hierarchy of what that can actually mean for each individual person. Mm -hmm. And since there's how many billions of us on the planet, how can you put that into a quick and easy definition? Yeah. You you can't, you can't. Yeah. I think that you're, you're right in that um, situation. Like it's going to be, it depends on, on the person. Right. So what does it depend upon? I just gave him a look. Yeah. And I can't even, I wish I could. I think it, it, Genetics, lifestyle, health. Yeah. What your habits are, all the things we always like. It's a continuum. Yeah. Yeah. Of different qualifiers that would impact it. Yeah. I think I I like to start. I mean, all those those things are true. Uh, I like to start with, like, what does life demand of us? Yeah. And I think maybe I think before I go down here, I'll take a little step back about so early. And it's still probably the tagline of CrossFit is forging elite fitness. Mm -hmm. And there are some incredible human beings and whether or not the founders of CrossFit, the designers of it knew how fit people were going to be able to get using this methodology Mm. or not, that they still were able to see like people do some amazing things, even in the, in the early days, get incredibly fit. And those were kind of early adopters. They were servicemen and women, first responders. Like they had jobs that required them to be fit. They were, you know, chasing criminals down the street and having to climb up over walls and were possibly wrestling them or like life demanded of it. But now we have the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Like the most demanding part of my job is demonstrating the movements and doing the movements in, in a workout like that the rest of my, cause that's what my job is. That's what my life is. Right, right? right. But for even most people that have like an office job or whatever, like their life doesn't demand all that much. So it depends again, back going back to what you were saying, like it, it kind of comes down to what is your life demand of you? Yeah. But we still have this. These are the people that came before us. This is what CrossFit delivers. And so we see this and I see this time and time again, Maybe people doing things that they shouldn't, maybe their body's not ready for it. Maybe they're, they haven't slept well, like all all the reasons we've covered in previous episodes about maybe why we might pull back on a certain day or whatever. 
but people pushing themselves, and we'll talk about why it's still good to push themselves. I don't say people shouldn't, but maybe they do it at a time when they shouldn't because they're pursuing this arbitrary level of fitness that they isn't necessarily necessary for their life. Yes, 100%. Okay. So what does that look like for, for you? So let's talk about you. Like you have, you have two jobs I do. And, and do things. Yeah. So how much fitness do you, do you need for your everyday life? Well, I feel like I need enough fitness to be able to get me through sometimes, let's say, like Wednesdays are a perfect day. I'm up coaching, so mm-hmm. I'm up at 4.15, and then sometimes I'm not done till 8 o'clock at night. So I go for eight hours working in a hospital, so I have to have the, the stamina, mm-hmm. the endurance, the mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is something that I cross over into the gym. I yeah. need to do hard things in here so I can do hard things, taking care of patients. Yeah. And then I need the flexibility of my brain to keep going back and forth and balance. Yeah. So I know I just labeled a lot of those, mm-hmm. the characteristics and the core, those components that we look at, yeah. but I need my brain and body to be able to yeah. take me through those yeah. days. Or also... The days that might be a little bit lighter, I'm still coaching and wanting to give all my energy to all the people around me. So your life doesn't require you to have a 300-pound deadlift? No. Okay. You don't need to be able to run a four-minute mile? No. No. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that or pursuing those things. We're just just solely the small little window of discussion around what does life require of you? Okay. What about some of the other people that we just, out of example, like people that work out here we have people that mm-hmm. do some manual labor yeah and they have to they're like they're doing stuff all day mm-hmm. so their demands are going to be a little bit higher yes we have some people that are very active we have one person in particular i can think mm-hmm. of that is a a mountain climber <laughs> like she's trekking all over the world climbing some yeah. of the highest peaks in the yeah. world so her level of fitness it needs i mean would be it's very beneficial beneficial for her to have a higher level of fitness and she would like her life demands more yeah. than what mine does. Mm-hmm. Any any other like outliers people that you think? I don't know if we have anyone that needs that has a lot of super duper strength or whatever. But no, no, no. We just have a lot of just average average just average people, people with people with average lives. Yeah. yeah, they're not average people. I mean, they no. are, but they're they're amazing. They're, they're amazing, amazing people. Yeah, but but yeah, just average lives. So to get the requisite fitness that they need Mm -hmm. for everyday life, Mm -hmm. we could probably, for for most of those people, we could probably say that coming in three days a week, scaling every single workout, not ever trying to do it prescribed or do even some of the more advanced things, Mm -hmm. even if they never achieve those sorts of things, doesn't mean pursuing them is not beneficial, but we'll, we'll talk about that, right? They will probably have enough fitness to get through life, right? They'll still maintain their their muscle mass. They'll mm-hmm. still probably, they'll probably be stronger than if they weren't training at all. Mm-hmm. So there'll be that quality of life for, for a longer period of time yep. will be there. Yep. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that, I think the reason I wanted to put this, have it as a discussion discussion is that I often see people putting themselves down because they're not, they're putting, thinking, viewing themselves as less than. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. Yeah. We need to start with saying, 
but I've got what I need. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the thing. You can't just not do the thing. Correct. But by doing the thing, your quality of life is going to be better than all of those people that are not doing the thing. 100%. And that is a win. That right there is better than 80 to 90% of the people in our population. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah. People should celebrate that and be proud of that effort every time they come in, regardless of how they feel like they should have done. And we've talked about the, the should, yeah, should have, all over the shooting things. But, but yeah, I don't think people give themselves enough credit for, for that. Absolutely. And they don't give themselves permission when it's a, a heavy day and their low back is feeling a little tight or whatever. They've been sitting all day or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. heavy deadlifts and like, yeah, maybe, maybe you don't need to try to hit a new personal record mm-hmm. on your deadlift because mm-hmm. you're already deadlifting 200 pounds and your life doesn't demand that you ever lift anything heavier than that. Right. So let's just be like for today. It doesn't mean like forever you're settling, but right. like, Hey, let's for today, just be okay with that. That's yeah. totally fine. And then when you have a day where you were doing deadlifts and your back feels a little good, like you're feeling better than normal, then yeah, let's try for something better. You know, when you say that, I feel like how many times do we have to give them that external permission Yeah, that we really have to bring them back to? Because you can see, and you and I have both done it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We see those wheels turning in each other's faces. It's in their eyes. That internal monologue is just destroying them. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, it happened last night. And I was like, why are you shitting all over yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, are you here? Did you show yeah. up after one of our gals works how many hours in a day? Yeah. She's tired, but guess what? She shows up. Yeah, she does. And she worked so hard. Yep. And after I shut that monster down, and got a giggle out of her, then it completely changed everything. Yeah. But, you know, using each other and sometimes even checking ourselves, what do I need today? Yeah. Great. Let's do it. And you, like you said, you're doing more than 80 to 90% of the population by just showing up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think we should all start with this baseline understanding of what do I need to yeah. be for for my life that like and in one sense that's like that's enough that's good did someone come in you're hearing noises i'm hearing noises i heard a noise too but it maybe is bridget coming in the back door Spooky. but then on this that's in one hand mm-hmm. then on the other hand we have our fitness continuum yeah a sickness wellness fitness right yeah and so there is the do i have what i need for the like right now, mm-hmm. and is it going to serve me well? Am I training in a way that's going to serve me well for the rest of my life so I can get off the toilet when I'm yes. 80? That yes. sort of stuff, right? But then there's this idea that fitness is a hedge against sickness. Mm-hmm. So the more fitness we have, the farther away we're going to be from sickness. And that sounds like a really good thing. And so that's why we want we want to be good with having enough for right now to make it our quality of life. Okay. Yeah. But that's why it's also okay to have days where we push. Yes. Not every day. We don't need to do it every day, but let's try to get as much fitness as we can without the, without any expense of our current fitness. Yes. So don't do something today. That's going to make it so that you are less fit 
tomorrow, meaning don't injure yourself. I'm smiling because I also had this conversation yesterday with a client. And I I don't know if I like I fully have shared this on here, but I'm in eating disorder recovery and Mm -hmm. I put my body through a lot Mm -hmm. when I was in my six stages. And sometimes I have to flip the switch in my brain and be like, okay, what do I need to do to help build that hedge against sickness, Mm -hmm. both going backwards and moving forward because of some of the ailments that I did to my body. And we were specifically talking about bone density Mm -hmm. because low nutrition, poor nutrition can really impact your bone density. And specifically in women, we have to look for that osteoporosis Mm -hmm. and that bone density. We can't reverse it, but we can still try to build moving forward. So we were talking about jumping and how great it is to put that load into motion, move forward and land. Yeah. And I had a client that was scared and didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And then I flipped the switch and said, okay, let's talk about bone density. Mm-hmm. And I saw a whole like, I opened Pandora's box and it was talking about, okay, let's work on building that hedge for health mm-hmm. and you should have seen like it completely changed her perspective mm-hmm. on what we were doing like yes it was something hard mm-hmm. that she didn't she didn't want to do it because of fear mm-hmm. hello box jumps yeah. like everybody's fear but when i actually twisted that thought process just a smidge mm-hmm. the whole light of her face changed awesome. like okay yeah like this is how old i am i need to work on that building mm-hmm. forward there's times when I say that to myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do depth drops, but hey, those are really going really great for balance and coordination. And I want to be able to have all that when yeah. I'm 70. Yep. So I love that you just switched that perspective of what else do we like? There is that continuum that we need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that coming in the three days a week, doing the thing, yeah, eating relatively well being mindful of getting protein and some micronutrients or fruits and vegetables like you're going to be in that wellness category that's great let's stay there and let's not do something in the gym that's going to make us go backwards but then when we can when it's a good idea Mm -hmm. let's pursue that and so for some people when we're younger that can be every single day we come (laughs) in the gym yeah and Just because our body doesn't need it, we can do it and we get that, you know, a little bit higher levels of fitness and that hedge in there. And the earlier we can start to build that, the longer it's going to last. And so, so that's always good. But as we age or if we start doing something like this at a later age, Mm -hmm. like those days at which we can push ourselves to do that are fewer and the movement selection that allows us to do those things are maybe, maybe fewer And we have to be okay with that as long as we're checking that box of, yeah, I've got what I need for my quality of life now. And if I just just did this, I would still maintain quality of life for the rest of my life, then then awesome. And we've talked about what that looks like with full range of motion and being able to do kind of these basic basic things and building like motor control through ranges of motion and, and all that stuff. But we still want to try to pursue that hedge because as we age our fitness doesn't just stick around. Right. Our bodies start to 
break down. And like, that is just what happens with old age, but we want to slow that process as much as we can and allow ourselves to have as highest quality of life as, as we can for as long as we can. So, so this conversation about how fit do you need to be right back to your original answer is it depends. Mm -hmm. It really does. And it depends on when you're thinking about just long-term, Hey, how fit do I need to be? But then also comes down to the practical of how do I need to approach today's workout? Yeah. What do I need to do today mm-hmm. to maintain or be on the like the pursuit of making myself as fit as I as I need to be? So there's yes, there's this need to have this hedge against sickness, but also the need to be able to continue doing the thing. Yeah. And and it's a balance between between each of those. And I think I mentioned this, but I want to reiterate that I think we see in the gym people making sometimes, whether it's not recovering enough, not taking a rest day, not like not modulating their intensity throughout the week. If they're coming, you know, five or six days that they're, I mean, your body just can't do that same level of intensity for six days in a row, especially as as we get older. And so they start feeling bad about themselves, complaining about that what they're, you know, how things are going or in the workout or they're just mm-hmm. like, they get a bad attitude about, about things or sharp talking down to themselves or, you know, any number yeah. of, of things. Yeah. And they're not looking at the whole picture because we've got to have that big picture and the little picture and they get yep. too down yep. in the weeds about anyway. Yeah. I'll stop talking around. No, I loved it. Okay. Anything else we want to talk about when it comes to how fit do you need to be? No. I, sometimes I see, it just popped into my head. I, I mean, I want to make sure we have a, we're off, you know, got enough content here for people want to listen to. And I'll, I'll see this and this is out there and other people may come across these things, but these li- like lifting charts of this is a novice level of strength. This is an intermediate and an expert level of strength and things. And I know when, when we don't have good perspective and I've been one of these people and my perspective has changed as I've gotten older, like I started comparing myself it has a chart like this chart is just a, a thing. And I start comparing, well, what, where's my lifts? Am mm-hmm. I a novice? Mm-hmm. Am I, Oh, I have, most people can lift more than me. Then mm-hmm. I need to focus more on, on this and more effort and do this more often or, you know, whatever. And, but I'm not a, like, that's a metric on lifting a barbell, yeah. yep. which only matters in the gym, which doesn't matter in the rest of the rest of my life. Yeah. And, and then we come back to that comparison being the, the thief, thief of joy, mm-hmm. but there are these things out there and even just the person next to you being a comparing, it's okay to use the person next to you to drive you to get to challenge, to 100%. like push you yes. that like friendly competition is awesome. Yes. But view it as that, not as a comparison. Correct. And that I don't know. I don't, I think you and I, we do this all the time. Like the other day I had somebody, I, it's the look on the face. We could see, we see it all the time. You think you're hiding it. You're not hiding it from your coaches. We, we can see it pretty easy. And I had, we had to go back to the basics of talking about range of motion and what is heavy for you. Mm-hmm. Because we had a 50 year old member looking at a 23 year old member. Mm-hmm. It's all perspective. Yeah. And yeah, chase that. Chase that unicorn. Chase it. Mm -hmm. Go for it for you. 
And that's going to look completely different between two different people with all different body types, genetics, height, all that thing. Mm -hmm. And, but we get lost in the weeds sometimes. Let's pull out and look at the forest. Yeah. We don't want to take other people's performance or other people's standards they've set and apply them to ourselves in this context of being in the gym without remembering the larger context of right. our life outside of here. What does life demand yeah. of us? Yeah. The gym in, in our, like how we approach things, the gym should not be life. The gym supports the life and the adventures yes. that we should be going out and, and having. And so when you start putting all of your worth, your self-worth in, in that moment into mm-hmm. how you perform in comparison to the other person, then like you're missing out on all of the wonderful so parts of your life that you're, uh, that you're great at and that you have everything that you need to, to perform that sort of stuff. So I think this kind of all comes down to perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. not all of it, but a lot of it is mm-hmm. trying to remember that to maintain that full perspective about the, all, all of our life. Yeah. yeah. I did a warm up this morning that I hadn't done in a long time for, with people. And it had to do with a single dumbbell or a kettlebell. We did some front squats with a single thing. We did some sots press with a single dumbbell. So sitting in the bottom of the squat mm. and trying to press overhead. I had maybe two people out of all my both classes that actually have the range of motion and the bottom, like the solid bottom position to be able to do a a SOTS press. And then we did some single arm overhead squats and I am not great at any, I can't do any of those things. When I do that warm up, I do it with a three pound dumbbell Mm -hmm. because I, my positions are so tight that I'm fighting myself more than I am fighting the, the load of the, of the weight. And so, but it's like, here's a, a great way to put some perspective on mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, even if when you think you're great and you're doing really, really well, here's something that's going to humble almost everyone is <laughs> just the quality of our positions and our range of motion and, mm-hmm. and, and the things that maybe might truly matter yeah. for quality of life and yeah. less achiness and whatnot as being able to get into those positions easily mm-hmm. as opposed to having a 500 pound deadlift or something like that. So anyway, love it. Really looking forward to your warm up now. Oh, you're taking this class. You're in my next class. Yeah, I'm taking your class. Now. Sweet. Well, then we should go do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks. Bye. Bye.